I didn't know what that looked like, but I was willing to talk to people and get an idea. Someone was gonna open my eyes to something. And when you are open and willing to talk to people, the world opens for you. What does success mean to you? How do we continue to define it as life and career changes up? And how do we remain relevant? I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to spotlighting actions and stories that empower a fluid approach to life, give purpose, and inspire you to reimagine your next. Ready to make a change but not sure where to start? Head over to nextcareerlife.com. Explore your options, get clarity now, and download the free 10 questions. Become a member and connect with the community. Be part of the events. Remember, the magic is in the groups. All at nextcareerlife.com. Today's guest is ever inspiring, whether she is speaking to an audience of 18,000 or on a TEDx stage sharing her experiences on being fearless in life or social media, cooking or sharing wisdom or making you smile. She is always sending a positive message of strength out to the world. Welcome to you, Lori Herman. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my God, I was wondering who you were introducing here, okay. <laughs> well, you're such a light, you really are, and you're so positive. And I just, you know, I'll be scrolling on Facebook or, or Instagram and I'll see you doing something. And I just always smile every time I see you because you just are unstoppable. And um, that's what leads me to ask you, you gotta just share a little bit about your story because it is really, truly inspiring and fearless. So if you wanna just give a little bit of information about yourself and how you got here today. Well, thanks so much. I, I mean, that you have just said exactly my goal every day is to make people smile, okay? Yeah. It's just that simple. And you know what? I didn't learn that till I, I was 50, okay? <laughs> I mean, I was too busy on the rat race, okay? And mm -hmm. too busy climbing the ladder of success which so many people have done most of their life. And then before you know it, you turn around and you go, is, is that all there is? Yes. Oh, you're okay. so right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I have to remember that song. I should be playing that every time I do a story, okay? Is that all there is, you know? <laughs> I forget who sings that. I have to research that. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I'm... Um, the oldest child to parents who were very young. My mother was 19 when she gave birth to me. Um, I'm the first grandchild, so I was spoiled rotten, okay? Um, I have to say that. And, you know, I had a normal upbringing, you know, other than being spoiled. Mm -hmm. And I went to college like most people do, especially I'm a baby boomer, in case you didn't notice. Um, and I, um, college wasn't for me. I didn't want to be a doctor, a lawyer, an Indian chief, okay? I just, you know, boys were my major. That was it, okay? <laughs> so I came out to California. I was in school in Florida and um, was searching for uh, an identity, searching for something that would be important to me and I sort of got caught up in fashion my family was in it and that was one of the reasons I stayed away and lo and behold um, with partners I built a very successful business I we built it to 30 million dollars I thought I had everything that you could possibly want but 
everything that money can buy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. money doesn't buy us happiness. Right, right. And before I knew it, and you know, if you listen to my TED Talks, you can hear the full story. Yes. Um, my business fell apart because my partners and I had a disagreement. And yes, by the way, they were my family. Oh. So it was a oh. disruption in our family. And what my values are, you know, what was missing in my life. And what was missing was the fact that I buried a dream of becoming a mom. And I decided that that's simple. I made the decision. That's what it starts. A decision for everything we do in life that I was going to adopt. And they told me it would take me two years. I was already 47. I said, I don't have two years. Okay. And lo and behold, my beautiful son was born four months after I started the process. So that was the best decision I've ever made in my life. And he's turning 21 at the end of this year. And it's hard to believe. So you can do the math and figure out how old I am right now. Okay. Um, I'm revealing yeah. all the secrets. And, um, you know, yeah. it's been such an amazing journey. And when my son turned four, I decided, you know, it's been so great. I'm available to him, but I want to do something also for me that's, that I could leave a legacy, that I could show him what's possible. And I didn't know what that looked like, but I was willing to talk to people and get an idea. Someone was going to open mm-hmm. my eyes to something. And when you are open and willing to talk to people, the world opens for you. And that's exactly what happened to me. And I was introduced to my business that I'm so blessed that October will be my 17 year anniversary of building a business that changes people's lives, that brings them into taking control of their life. I'm a professional network marketer and I'm very proud of it. And I will say, I went like this, to my girlfriend who introduced me because I had, you know, previous misconceptions. And that's why I always say to people, do your research, not just about our company, but do your research about the industry. And I'm so happy that I get to help people not only, you know, do um, have a business for themselves and be in control of their life, but also most important is to be able to help people with their health. And that today is even more prevalent than ever. So um, I, I feel very blessed to have found something that inspires me, but yeah. more importantly, that I'm able to give back and inspire others. That was really a great message right there. And, and I am, there's so much I want to ask you. First and foremost, you, you went across the nation, you were young, and you decided to start seeking out what you wanted for yourself and college wasn't doing it for you. So you just, you're resilient. Clearly you're resilient, but you take risks and that's, that takes courage. Um, and, and so, you know, courage is something that we just have to be vulnerable and give it a try. So I think resilience, and I think you'll agree with me on this is being willing to fail. If it, if I fail, it's okay, but I'm going to give it my very, very best. And it seems to me like you're the type of person that you just, you just give it your all every day. And so that's why you grew a company that, you know, was so successful because 
you are that kind of person. So when people are looking at pivoting or changing in life, um, I think resilience is, a, is something where you have to grow that. You have to learn that, okay, I might fall on my face, but I'm going to really give it my very best. And the other thing is, is you probably ask yourself the questions, the hard questions, like, what am I doing here? Why did I make this choice? What do I want for myself? I mean, you probably ask yourself the right questions. Like you really do dig in and try to figure it out so that you're not just like a dog chasing your tail. Like you really do try to find answers for yourself, it seems. Am I correct? You know, that's such a great perspective. When I was in the thick of things, I was not asking myself those questions, okay? Because I, um, yes, I'm a risk taker. Um, just three years ago, I jumped off a 38-foot cliff into the water of Jamaica, which I, don't ask me why I did that, because I'm never doing it again. <laughs> um, but I have to say, when you finally, you know, think, you know, m many people don't think of themselves as risk takers, okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't think of myself as a risk taker when I was taking the risk. Mm -hmm. I didn't think necessarily I was fearless, but I knew I had dreams, okay? Yeah. I knew I wanted more. I don't, I think most of us are not average, okay? So when you think about it, if you want to, to live an extraordinary life, and your definition of extraordinary, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about a life that you are proud of, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That fills your heart, that fills other people's heart, that gives back and makes a difference, okay? Um, I forget what we put in my mom's tombstone, but she put a smile on people's faces every single day. So I'm carrying her legacy today. Yeah. So yes, you have to be willing to take a risk and fail forward. Yes. If you think I went like this, forget it. There's this and this and this and this. It goes up and down and up and down. And there's a great quote. Um, oh, I saved it from Martin Luther King, who says, the ultimate measure of a man or a woman is not where they stand in moments of comfort and convenience, but where they stand at times of challenge and controversy. Yes. Yes, I love that. I love that. Just today, my husband said, what is one of your favorite, what is one of your favorite quotes? And that's a really good one. I really like that one. Because we have to keep challenging ourselves in life. Don't you agree? To, to, in order to grow. And if we challenge ourselves, then we're taking on the whole basket. That's going to be failure and successes at the same time. It's not going to all be safe. And I think when we choose the safe space and not going outside of the box, we then are making a, a, a sort of an agreement to settle and not, not rock the boat. And, and I don't know if everyone is made of that, you know, if they're able to, to just really get out there in life. But I do think a lot of people, most all of us do the thing we think we're supposed to do, go after the prize and then go, wait, is this all there is? And I think that's when we have to say to ourselves those questions what is it I really want here? I've gotten this prize and I'm still, hmm, like you were saying, you, well, yeah. the, the business was pulled out like a rug out from under you, but at the same time, you know, you look back and go, wow, that was a good thing probably because then, right, you had this time to go, wait, you know, I did have all that, but I wasn't super happy or I wasn't super fulfilled, right? So you had a chance to ask yourself those questions, which I think is, huge for a lot of people to to 
have that opportunity and take a moment. And I don't know if, if we all do that enough, you know? So um, I love that you said also too, that you, um, you know, have built this business for yourself, you know, within a business, like you're, you are an entrepreneur. So you're an entrepreneur, but you're right. that you, you've built a business within um, another business, which is huge. I mean, that you, 17 years in, and certainly what you've done for them, they're not going to pull the rug out from under you. That's <laughs> not happening. But also too, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a great way, like you said, for men, for women, but mostly women to, to have that flexibility and to be able to have your own business as much or as little as you want and to really dive in or, or maybe not as much. That's really important. I think for women to, to have that opportunity. So what you're doing there is really pretty powerful. And I know that you really must inspire all the people that work around you. I'm sure you do. Um, so, so, and that you said you do mm -hmm. your product or what you're doing has a lot to do with health. And that's really important too. Yeah. I mean, when you think about most people think I'm only one person, what can I do? Okay. Right. You know, I did, um, um, a post yesterday on, um, being sustainable and environmentally friendly we can each make an impact yes. one person at a time yes. one day at a time it yes. starts with you know no more plastic bottles in your house okay yeah. um no more saran wrap no more baggies okay there are alternatives today yes. and it's time to jump on the bandwagon for the environment for your health you know i always thought God, to stay healthy, I just have to work out a lot, okay? You know, in the gym. I, I mean, I've, I've been health conscious with my food, but not understanding the science behind it um, and understanding that food, looking at food as fuel, okay? And not just eating, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, you know, I bring to the table and help people understand that being healthy doesn't mean, you know, eating foods that don't taste good, okay? Right. That, you know, being healthy is a, a lifestyle. And part of it comes with exercise, part of it comes with eating properly, and part of it comes with your emotional part of your life. I agree, I agree, so agree. Well, really quickly, I just wanna say, you said something really important there, because it's been 17 years and I know you've built quite a, a business for yourself. And I've mentored, I've been, an, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur and I've mentored mm -hmm. women into, into business. And I've always said, you know, it's the slow burn. It's just the consistent connecting with people. That's the most important thing is you connect because that's what life's about is connecting with people. But also it's that slow burn of just building, building, building. And and um, then it starts to really, you get some, you get in your stride, but a lot of people, they see, you know, social media and they think everything's supposed to happen all at once. And I think it's just, you just have to realize that you continue to, to work away, work away and continue to build your business. <clears throat> Excuse me. You will have success. It's just showing up constant consistently, which is what you do. You always show up consistently and happy and positive. And I think that's really powerful. Um, Thank you. Wanted, yes, the consistency is the key in yeah. everything we do. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying too about health and that health is for me integrated into our lives. I call it eat, pray, love. Someone was talking right. to me and she was saying, I, you know, you really ought to, and I am so, um, 
very much about what I eat and how I'm handling um, sustainability. I have a friend who is very much an activist and she was saying, "We this is terrible and this has got to be done and that's got to be done. And I said, you know what? I don't know if I can take on all of that, but what I can do daily is make good choices for my health, good choices for the health of the earth, good choices for health of others. That's what I can do. And, and I can make choices with my money and how I spend my money so that that's making a difference daily. And if we're all doing that, it's just like when organic produce came in right years ago, my children were really small. And I remember looking at it, it looked like it fell off a truck. It looked awful <laughs> and it was really expensive, but I bought it because I wanted to promote that. And I would go to the farmer's markets. I wanted to promote that. And now everything's organic, everything, you know, it took some time, but it's, yes, right. again, it's that consistency, right? That, and that showing and everything t takes time. And like you say, even though, like with relationships, okay, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but no. I, I am a connector. Um, that is something that does happen. It's like, I have so many factions in my life, okay? that it, I, I met a, I didn't meet a woman, but we met right as COVID started and we did not get together till yesterday. So that's 18 months and she lives one block away from me. Okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know what though? You, you kept that connection and then you're like, hey, let's get together. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's just yep. really awesome. But yeah, I right. do call it eat, pray, love because eating is important. It's fuel, like you said. Prayer, which we'll get to, is, is how you, you are going inside and just really your mind, how you're handling. Not everyone prays the same way. Not everyone meditates the same way. It could be exercise. That's their meditation. However, that sort of thing. And then love, loving yourself, loving others, your relationships. I think that is really the key. It's a whole thing where we got we to gotta really look at how we're treating ourselves and others and our health and all of that. Really, I think then that, that health is wealth because yeah. we, are, we are reaping the benefits of living a better life, which brings me to the next thing. I, I know that you're a miracle morning person. What right. is that? Can you, can you tell the audience what miracle morning is? You know, um, when I knew, you know, reading is really important in my business and I think for everybody, but I was never a reader. Okay. Uh -huh. I like, I, by the second page, I'm sleeping. Okay. That's it. And a lot of the, my community reads, you know, 12 to 15 books a year. And I'm going 12 to 15 books a year. Oh my God. I, I don't know how I'm ever going to be able to do that. And although we can do a lot of auto audible books today, yes. I need, I need to read because I need to underline and be able to go back. Um, so Miracle Morning is a big book um, that his story is just so fantastic. And it's about how you start your day. Yeah. And so the reason I was bringing it into my community, so we had a group that they called the 5 a.m. club. They uh -huh. get up at 5 a.m. And I, I'm going, oh, my God, who gets up at 5 o'clock in the morning out of choice, okay, that doesn't have to go to the office or something. And so slowly I re-round my clock. I went from 6.30 to 6 to 5.30 to 5. And I joined the club starting with the Miracle Morning. And it's, he teaches something called, it's, his name is Hal Elrod, who's the mm -hmm. author. And he teaches something called Savers. And S stands for scribing. 
And it, you don't have to have an hour to do this. If you have one minute to do each of the savers, that's up to you. You get to decide. Um, a is affirmations. I didn't even know what an affirmation was. I never heard that word before. Right. So your, your mental toughness, you have to work on this every single day. Mm -hmm. And V is your vision, you know, visualizing the things you want in your life. Mm -hmm. E is exercise. So exercise could be just a little stretching if you only have a minute or two. Um, R is reading. And now why do I always forget the last S? Uh, scribing. I don't know. I'll have to come back to that and think about that. Um, but it, it just like, these are the things that makes you jump up for joy, okay? Start your day in a way that is so positive that you, you, you can't have a bad day. It's just that simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, uh, I know, I'm sorry. The first S was not scribing. The first S was silence, and the last S is um, scribing. So that, that's that's it. That's right. You have to start off with the silence because you need the meditation. And but it's one yeah. of the one of the people I really want to give a plug to is Esther and Abraham Hicks. And if you're not familiar with them, okay, they are life changing. And you, they have podcasts and they have YouTubes, but they are the best way to start your day. Yeah, yeah. And they're about, aren't they about um, just what you were saying, just kind of outlining and then also sort of uh, visualizing, really managing your mind and, and, the, and the positive things that are conversations in your mind, really the affirmations, all of that. Isn't that more what they're about? Like manifesting, manifesting the life that you want for yourself. Yeah, because your words have power. One of my favorite, other favorite books is a book called What Do You Say When You Talk to Yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstetter. Uh -huh. And um, Esther talked about this the other day, uh, this woman who came up to the microphone to speak, she said, you know, I really get nervous when I come up here. And she said, okay, let's change that, okay? Mm -hmm. Like I'm working my way up to coming up on the stage. Like just putting those positive vibes in, we have such negative thoughts, okay? that we express, if you can turn those negatives into a positive, rewriting your story, rewriting mm -hmm. your words into a positive, like I always used to say, I have difficult to remember people's names. Okay, I am working every day. I'm remembering all the joyous people that come into my life. That's a great so, way to say it, yes. Right, yeah. I'm not gonna be perfect. You don't like turn the switch. And you're, you know, it takes 21 days to change a habit or however long it takes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, a great practice to have. It's something that I've always done. Um, very similar, although it's not the miracle morning, it's almost exactly the same thing. And mm -hmm. uh, meditation to me is really important. Just that stilling myself and quieting myself, the positive things the scribing, writing, exercise, all of those things, I think just really set the day. And it's just, as, it, it really um, positions you to be more resilient, to be able to, to be a better light in the world uh, for yourself and others. I just, I can't say enough about it. I think it's really important. So by him starting that, I think it, it, it's a, uh, just doing something huge for, for the world. 
by just doing that. Um, and you find, you find your voice, you find your strength. And when things like I dropped my son off to go to college last week and on the way to the airport, we stopped at a friend's of his house because, of course, he left something there. Uh -huh. And um, I said, oh, I have to take a picture of the two of you, okay, which we did. And we got to the airport. I said, okay, now we have to take a picture. He says, no, Ma, you have plenty of pictures, okay? Like, I could get really upset about that, all right? Or I could say, yeah, you're right. I have plenty of pictures, okay? But how about one more, okay? You know, yeah. or oh, just let it go. It, you know, yeah. it's not the end of the world. Right. <laughs> yes. And you know what, though? It's good, too, that he can just tell you that instead of doing it and I'm not feeling good about it. And I'm like, you know, that's a honest and happy relationship right there. So yeah, I, were, I yeah, what, really, uh, you know, think that's yeah. terrific. I always try to raise my kids to be able to say what they mean, what you say, say what you mean, but don't be don't be mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just got to say what you got to yes. say. Right. So I yes. think it's really right. important. Um, I just wanted to say that you and I have a lot of similarities in, in the way that we approach life and, and um, just wanted, and I'm working to help women find their next to, to support them, to say that, that life is pretty awesome and um, they're here for a reason and whatever that might be and whatever joy they can have. Okay, sure. so we share similar views on a lot of things and, um, and life views. And, and I wanted to know, um, you know that I'm working with women for their next chapter in life. Uh, what do you do to inspire people to create their next chapter? What are some of the things that, that you say or do when they're saying, I just don't know where to go, what to do next? I'm pretty lost. You, I'm sure people come across your path like that. What are the things that you might say to them? to help them to start getting um, back into the creating a life for themselves? Well, I, I think the first thing is really to make a list of who you are. Really know who you are. Like I never looked at myself as having a creative talent. I look at creativity like my design staff. They were creative, they designed but I knew what was right or wrong, okay? But I do have a creative talent as a business person, yes. okay? And I do have a good eye, but I, just creativity looks different in different forms. Yeah. So understanding what your attributes are, are, are number one. And you have to really dig deep and be totally like, have blinders on. Don't think about, well, people don't see me that way. Look in the mirror, okay? and decide, okay, who you really are. Find mentors, okay, good friends or professional coaches who will say, you know what? You have much more going than you think, okay? Because we all tend to not really look in the mirror and hold ourselves accountable to who we really are and how we show up in the world. Yes. We can be so much greater than we can. Like I have been involved in philanthropy my entire life since I was made a member of, of a nonprofit the day I was born. And my grandmother was very involved, my mother, and I, I sit on the board of a nonprofit for children for 21 years, but I always want to do more. And during COVID, I, there's so much that needs to be done. I didn't know which way to turn. Yeah. And I saw this woman on Spectrum one day in Culver City um, who feeds the homeless. And she said she was going to run out of money sometime in June. And I went over to the church. I said, do you need help? She said, yeah, what can you do? I said, anything you want. So 
guess what? I've been volunteering there two days a week for the last two months. You know, it's, we can do so much more when we find what's important to us mm-hmm. and just go out and take that leap of faith. She said to me, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Okay, on to the next. So yeah. to, to decide what's important in, in your next chapter is like, I need to be able to do volunteer work. That's important to me. Yes. So I could, I could not take a nine to five job, even though I've been an entrepreneur most of my life and now mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I, I need to be able to, to be in control of my time. Yeah. The flexibility. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And for those people who have spent most of their lives in a nine to five, they may not think about that. And maybe they want it, but they don't know how to get it. So that's where you need some people to guide you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may be a friend, it may be somebody who's professional, but I promise you there is much more opportunity out there. I'm always amazed at the new ideas. That, I mean, just think about Uber, and Lyft, okay? Think about Facebook, think about all the, these, these are huge companies, but there are small businesses also. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw this woman who started, I think it's called the chocolate chip. She, it's, now she ships chocolate chip brownies all over the country. She just started it in her kitchen. Yeah. Follow, find your passion, find your purpose, and follow it and find somebody to help you get it. Yes. I, I'm not going to tell you that skincare was my passion, okay? Right. But s- serving people is my passion. Yes. And through that vehicle of helping people look and feel their best and be healthy, that's how I'm able to serve. That's amazing. I just love that. And you, you just basically really covered it because that's what I, I teach as well. And the getting someone, getting your, your, your circle, getting that group around you, that's going to help you um, is so key too. It's really vital. And um, you have just been such a great guest to have. And I really have enjoyed this conversation. Um, if you want to know more about Lori, make sure you follow her at, at, L-O-R-R-I-H-E-R-M-A-N, Lori Herman at Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. You got to see her on, you know, in action. She is so fun, you guys. So definitely loved this time with you. I wish you more and more success. And I know that you're going to make other people feel successful as well. So thank you again, Lori. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the women that you get to serve. Oh, thank you. Enjoying the show? You can find the notes at www.elizabethribbons.com. That's ribbons with one B. Or on your preferred podcast platform. Please be sure to follow, rate, and review. Reviews and word of mouth are still the number one way to learn about new podcasts, so I appreciate your support. Until next time.